Welcome to Unsuitable on Ray Radio, the award-winning financial services and business advisory podcast that challenges your old school business practices and the traditional business suit culture. Our guests are industry professionals and experts who will challenge you to think beyond the suit and tie while offering you meaningful modern solutions to help enhance your company's growth. I'm your host, Dave Kane. As we embark on the 2019 tax season, the state of Ohio is set to become a case study in the area of using Bitcoin to settle your business's tax bill. Here to talk us through what this change means for businesses throughout the state and how one would actually go about making a tax payment with cryptocurrency is Melaine Howe, CPA, a regional expert with Ray & Associates in the area of cryptocurrency. Welcome back to Unsuitable, Melaine. Hey, Dave. You know, the last time you've been a frequent guest, the last time uh, that you were on uh, Unsuitable as a guest, um, I remember two things. Bitcoin, one Bitcoin was trading at about uh, uh, 6000 bucks. Yeah. And uh, your favorite game of choice was Twister. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I think things have changed since then. Uh, Bitcoin is down in the 3000 range, but probably Twister is still the, the game of choice. <laughs> So let's say, you know, we're bringing that up. Nice uh, reminder. <laughs> yeah. Now, is that, is that, is that game a, a weekend game or, you know, what, uh, uh, how's that? Um, usually, usually, usually okay. it's, yeah, the, it's the okay. weekend game. And then during the week, we play Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head. Okay. Yeah. All right. Little operation in between <laughs> yeah. there, Uno. Boy, you it can happen. You got to be a lot of fun uh, hanging out with. Yeah. Yeah. No so, Candyland. So let's uh, let's talk about this uh, breaking Bitcoin news. And Ohio will be accepting Bitcoin payments for business taxes, and it's the first state that we're aware of uh, uh, in the good uh, old U.S. to to follow uh, this rule and allow this. So yep. what's going on? So the politicians were super excited about being on the forefront of technology. So they really pushed this through. There were a few other states that were trying to, obviously, this race to be the first, but uh, but Ohio won. So maybe it's, you know, we were a little bit behind on the whole, on some other issues that recently passed. They were out in front. And so, uh, yeah. So we got this with with the Bitcoin. Uh, currently, it's only for businesses. So individuals aren't here yet in order to pay their tax, but businesses can pay 23 different types of taxes through OhioCrypto.com. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna break that down a little bit, but you know, let's go back. You know, the Ohio Society of CPAs worked uh, very closely with the state of Ohio on various. Uh, tax issues and making Ohio a very business-friendly state. And I think this is uh, one of those areas where Ohio is out in front, you know, being a business-friendly state. Certainly. You know, some people have been complaining about the drop in the market with Bitcoin, and we can talk about that a little bit later. But, um, but you know, this makes it valuable, right? This lends itself to some value. The fact that maybe it's not, the market's not doing that great, but it does have some value in that you can pay your tax with it, right? Who doesn't right. like that? Right. You know, um, before we go any further, we uh, we have a birthday to celebrate. Uh, it's Bitcoin's birthday. It is. Bitcoin is 10. 10. <laughs> Bitcoin has been around the for digit. 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. Who would have thunk it? That's uh, that's hard to believe. <laughs> I know. I know. Are we going to sing happy birthday? No. I no, don't, we're just going to toast our so. bush lights. I, I don't think so. <laughs> but um, so, so Bitcoin 
which is one form of many types of cryptocurrency, can be used with the state of Ohio to pay your taxes. And I think you mentioned it could be 23 different types of taxes. Correct. So take, for instance, you could pay your sales tax with Bitcoin. You could pay your withholding tax with Bitcoin. You could pay your PAT, which is like petroleum tax, or your uh, commercial activity tax with Bitcoin. On their, on their website, it's ohiocrypto.com. They are using BitPay to handle its payments. It's a US-based company out of Georgia. And it's for payments only, meaning if you make a mistake or you need a refund or something, they're only taking payments. They are not issuing refunds okay. yet okay. with Bitcoin. You know, it surprised me. What caught me on that stat was there are 23 different types of business taxes. Now, to me, that sounds, uh, I, I that just caught me off guard. I'm sure I could count those up, but- that's a lot of taxes. That, that That's is, a lot of different types of taxes. If you're going to quiz me on all of them. Uh, no, that wasn't I the intent. I may not be able to run down Hey, the we list, just talked but... about Ohio needing to be a business-friendly state. Right. And all of a sudden, we have tw- 23 different types of taxes. That's, uh, that's oh, pretty incredible. Right. So that's that, a different podcast. Right. Does that... <laughs> that's a different podcast. Somewhat contradicts each other. Yeah. yeah. It, it could. Yeah. So, so my understanding is that uh, the state of Ohio will hold that if they receive your Bitcoin... My understanding is the state of Ohio will will hold that Bitcoin for about one second or one nanosecond that they're not interested in in holding the Bitcoin, investing the Bitcoin and playing the float. No. Um, and, you know, I don't know too much on that forefront, but that's my understanding as well, is that they're not interested in holding it for investment. They're just using it mainly to receive payments. Yeah, and there's, just payment. Right. And there's a lot of other merchants, meaning I think we're going to see other states obviously um, getting into this as well, possibly next year, the year after. And there's going to be a lot more merchants that accept not only Bitcoin, but other types of cryptocurrency. So Starbucks was slated to accept a crypt- cryptocurrency in this past November, um, because of the demand and some other changes, that's since been pushed to February of 2019, but it's coming. Okay, okay. You know, I want to tease it a little bit. You know, we'll talk at the end here about what the uh, IRS is doing on some Bitcoin and crypto uh, transactions. So we'll tease that a bit. But is it, uh, again, total novice in this area. I don't own Bitcoin. You own Bitcoin. I do. So uh, <laughs> I guess that makes you an expert. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah. but it it I, you know it keeps me interested. That thing dropped in about fifty percent. I know, yeah. I know. I was sweating it there for a little bit, but think about it like this. So let's say uh, one of your local grocery stores is having a half off sale. What do you do? Like it's having a half off on I don't know, like on tomato pudding? sauce on or pudding? bread or yeah, pudding. Pudding. You're gonna buy some, right? So maybe it's the time to buy. It, it might be. It's a, yes. It's total, uh, total uh, investment. Right. So it might be the time to get in. Obviously, the, um, you know, Bitcoin has proven that its value model works, right? And major merchants are now accepting it. So I think it's the it's message is, right, yeah. it's here to yeah. stay. But with some other things going on in the economy and such, obviously it's doing some regulation. So um, meaning it's it's value and the market share is 
obviously fluctuating a bit. And I, you know, from what I'm reading, and and again, I'm not the expert in that certain area, but um, it's here to stay as far as if it drops any further. I don't know. I mean, from what I read, you know, read, and from what I have been reading in the last few weeks, it sounds like it may drop even more before it kind of levels out or goes up. Yeah, so, like, just don't know. Like uh, you know, I mentioned uh, in the intro when um, when you were last on, it was trading one Bitcoin and six K plus. I don't know. And, All right, and it's you like, know, and at yeah. the end of uh, 2018, it was down in the low threes and. Yep. You know, it's it's risen some, but the volatility seems to continue. Right. And some of the, they're looking at, you know, so what are the reasons that it dropped? Some of it is that it, obviously the um, it's being used a little bit more, but there's also some threat of regulation. And so maybe it's the fact that, people are a little bit scared, right? Because of the, um, they think, oh, it's going to come in, you know, somebody's going to come in and regulate it. Right. There's been some cases where some initial coin offerings have not been handled properly. And so the government has kind of come out and and brought the smack down on some, some individuals, yes, that are, uh, <laughs> well, you know, that were involved in that. And let's be honest about it too. The, um, you know, the IRS, uh, and there's a lot of noise and publication about how the IRS is going to monitor uh, cryptocurrency transactions. Right. Yeah, so there's still, obviously, it's due to the nature of uh, cryptocurrency, it is somewhat, it, it tends to be anonymous. Not that it has to be, meaning I have someone else that I frequently speak with that actually speaks to the fact that it's not anonymous just because blocks on the blockchain, if you know how to do your research, you can figure out where that transaction happened. But that's beyond me, right? So I just I think you're novice right. user. It is somewhat anonymous. However, there's also some theory that you can only process a certain number of blocks in a certain amount of time, like per second. And that's a leap, right? So there's so much activity within the market that they're concerned that the computing power may not be enough to properly process the demand all at one time. So again, lots going on there. I think that there's some issues with, with electricity usage in some um, some areas with computing power, taking down you know power grids and, and all that. So again, there's challenges in the landscape of all of this, that's right. for sure. You know, and I, I was thinking, you know, you know, maybe the fad has passed, but as we mentioned, Bitcoin is uh, uh, 10 years old, so it's not a uh, a fad. It's just maybe getting a little bit more uh, uh, play in the last several months with some miners getting involved with it, and maybe somebody thinking about uh, you know making some money, and uh, maybe that's uh, that's passing. That could. I know. You know, we have uh, a small hobbyist here in our office that was a miner for a bit, and he told me he's unplugged those just because they he went unplugged. Yeah, huh? they, you know, they weren't making any money. New definition of unplugged. Huh? Yeah, yeah, and they <laughs> and they um, have somewhat become obsolete. So again, they're just moving so fast. It'll come back. That the technology, right? Is, It'll come uh, back. Is rapidly so you know the state of Ohio accepting Bitcoin as you know a form of currency to pay tax and liability. You know I think that's a I think that's a very positive statement in a way that hey um, if you feel comfortable paying your tax that way 
you know, there's other goods and services and it's already started. You know, I think maybe maybe other stuff being, you know, purchased through Bitcoin is on right. the rise. And then think about that too, like on the opposite end, you know, the IRS, because it is somewhat anonymous, the IRS is wondering who these individuals are that actually have Bitcoin. Well, if you're paying your tax with Bitcoin, you're obviously pretty comfortable probably yeah. with crypto and you may have other crypto. So it may be even that that is a way to, I mean, this sounds bad, but maybe a way for them to at least be aware of who you are and kind of if you're, um, if you have crypto or not. Um, that's not to say it's not for the novice user. I've been on the website it's certainly easy. Is it? You don't okay. have to be a previous crypto investor or even know how it works in order to um, in order to pay your um, your tax with with cryptocurrency, but or with Bit Bitcoin currently. They're that's the only type. That's the taking. only. Yeah. Okay. Um, but um, but it 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 it's nice that they're obviously going in that direction. They're looking to the future. I know that um, Cleveland obviously has this thing. If, if you want some homework, it's called Blockland. And they're looking to create a little um, tech community itself up in that area and are really focusing on blockchain technology and then resulting crypto. Well, you know, let's get into the good stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, and again, the taxability of these transactions, uh, I think as we we begin to find out that, you know, the IRS is making inquiries on the Bitcoin, they had actually had some um, rulings or clarification on how cryptocurrency would be treated on your tax return. It is not a tax-free transaction. Is that is that correct? Am oh, I correct? that's correct. Right. So um, I know that in 2017. If you had some gains, I think there was some there was some suggestion that you could use the like kind exchange rules for that. The um, while the like kind exchange rules went away in 2018 for anything, with the exception of for everything but real estate. Even in 2017, if you wanted to do a like kind exchange for crypto. The I think the theory behind that is that while we may think of all crypto as being like or the same as one another, it's really not. And so to be conservative, we obviously are recommending that the like-kind exchange rules not be not, used for not any be used. gains. And, and right. it won't be going forward as right. well. But, but again, every time there's a Bitcoin or crypto uh, transaction, it is a taxable event. It is. And uh, could be a gain. Could be a gain, could be a loss. Could be a loss. Right. And it's uh, and ordinary? Well, it depends, right? So if you're just using it as an investment and you've held it for over a year, then it would be a long-term capital Long. loss okay. subject to- Some limitations, the, Right, the limitations. Okay. You can net them with your other gains, but then if your loss cannot, your taxable loss- uh, that you take on your return cannot exceed $3,000 and then you carry the rest forward, just like you would with any other stock loss. If you have an ordinary gain or an ordinary loss, right? So, and this gets a little bit more complicated and probably outside of this, this conversation, but if you earn cryptocurrency in the course of, let's say, I mean, somebody can pay you as far as like wages or anything with crypto, 
that you would get that and it's subject to the same W-2 reporting requirements, right? And then let's say you go out and you sell it and at a loss if you hadn't if you have not held it for a year then obviously it would be um treated as an ordinary loss right so right well you've been uh running around uh, at least the columbus market um uh giving uh, presentations and and discussions and speeches on cryptocurrency you become quite a uh expert in the field in central Ohio. I don't know about that. Well, I try, but yeah. yeah, we have a little road show going. It's got been, a little road show? It's been pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, yep. so uh, to the listeners in our podcast community, if uh, they need a speaker, you know, give us a buzz and uh, we'll put you in touch with Melaine. Uh, very informative presentation. Uh, but what what your presentation does, I think, is, is give the um, listeners a sense of, you know, it's okay. A sense of security. It it's it's okay. It's it's becoming more the norm than it was before. Oh, absolutely. And I'm excited that Ohio is is the first to do this, right? So sometimes yeah, I think it's kind of cool too. I know. Sometimes we think of it as like, oh, it's gonna be like New yeah. York or California, and yet here we are, it's Ohio. Yeah. And so yeah, it's it's pretty exciting in a in a kind of geeky kind of way. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And again, I, 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 we talked about this earlier. I want to make sure I've got this right because I don't have a lot of facts on that, which is not unnormal for unsuitable. We just kind of let it rip sometimes. But, uh, you know, the state of Ohio is not holding cryptocurrency at all. They're moving it on as soon as they receive it. There's no, they're, they're not holding it as an investment. So I have, I, I don't know the exact answer to that. Do you? Yeah, I you don't did. think so. They're not. They're yeah, not investing. They're not investing. It. So I'm assuming. Here's the thing. Here's what I thought. Or here's what I look. Heard. I know more about this than you. I can know. I be you on? Lie, can Dave? I be on the road show <laughs> yes, with you? Yes, you could. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we we'd have a. You we, bring yeah. the beer. <laughs> All right. Um, um I, you know, here's here's my thought: is that they may be invested in it, in that um, I have heard a lot about how you know banks they don't like cryptocurrency, but they're all invested in it. Um, meaning, the state of Ohio probably would be smart to be invested in it. Are they using the the exact crypto that you use your ta- to pay your tax in order to then turn around and invest in it? I don't know. Yeah, but. I wouldn't be surprised if they were invested in it on in some level, just separate from this. Yeah, and and you know, I think we got to stay uh, stay tuned on that because right. we'll see. But uh, my understanding is they would uh, they would move that uh, crypto on very quickly, right. and, and because of the volatility. You know, let's talk about the volatility again. That's kind of beyond uh, the scope here, but you know, beyond our expertise. But you know, my goodness, we we touched it. It went from over six k. For one Bitcoin to half of that, fifty percent drop in market. Right, and uh, I don't know about that. That's, I know uh, that's uh, it's a little scary. It is a little scary. Yeah, I know. Why I've would been... I do that? I mean, why would I think about that? Why would, would you? Why would you buy yeah, low? I'd buy to low then maybe now. Sell, I, right. I wouldn't buy at six k like you bought at six k. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty ugly. But now, maybe at 3K, <laughs> what the heck? Thanks, Dave, for rubbing that in. <laughs> well, you know, it was either that or Twister. <laughs> I know. And you didn't want to talk about Twister. I'm in this for the long haul. So uh, hopefully, okay. Okay. just like, you know, they say with your stocks, get in it, stay in it, 
long-term, hopefully you'll do all right. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping for. You know, as you're uh, uh, running around the uh, the state speaking on this, uh, what are you hearing as far as what people are buying with cryptocurrency? You know, there's stories out there. I mean, what what else can could we buy? So you can buy something on Overstock. You can buy a car on Craigslist. You can spend it on Expedia. Microsoft takes crypto. Amazon yet? Uh, Amazon does not that I know of. Subway does. Subway? Yes. Go out and buy a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and and I, I thought I saw Starbucks was going to get, or maybe yep. you told me that. Yes, of course, you Starbucks. tell me a lot of things. Yes, I, I know. I take it with a grain of it's salt direct. sometimes. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, Subway. So um, the purchases, the opportunities to purchase more stuff, if you will. Right. Uh, can I convert that to just straight cash? Hey, I need some cash for the weekend. I'm you, going to the Bitcoin or the crypto ATM. I'm going to convert it to cash. So with the crypto ATM, um, I have not used those as of yet. We do have someone here, another associate. That's the crypto. Oh, yeah. All no, right. he's, he's Let's went get to the, him on. He's went to the, Fixer, bit, get the him. Bitcoin get him. ATM and he's pulled out Bitcoin. I mean, he's purchased Bitcoin and then obviously stuck the little code in his pocket to Is that use his cold wallet. To use or his hot, that's his cold wallet. That's his cold storage, yeah. right? Because it's yeah. in his, right? Yeah. A hot wallet would be like on your, yes, yeah, see, you know what you're talking about. And so, uh, so he's done that. Whether you can actually, Put your crypto in and then an ATM spit cash back out at you? I don't know. Okay, we'll find I that out. I was going to say, I don't know. I have to do some research sure. over the weekend. Good. Our guest today has been Melaine Howell with Rain Associates, the in-house expert, if you will, on cryptocurrency and uh, discussing with us how to pay your business's tax bill with Bitcoin. It's a bit tricky, but... Uh, as we've kind of tested it out, it, it's doable. And uh, if you need any information, give us a call. We can put you in touch with Melaine and uh, get that transaction uh, going for you. Thanks again for joining us, Melaine. Thank you. Very informative. Curious to find out how many businesses will take advantage of this option. Listeners, are you considering paying your tax bill with Bitcoin this year? Hey, let us know. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at raycpa.com. To let us know if you plan on taking advantage of this payment option. And if you enjoyed today's episode, and I'm sure you did, let us know, like it, comment on it, or share it with your colleagues. And don't forget to check out videos of our podcast on YouTube. Until next time, I'm Dave Kane, encouraging you to loosen up your tie and think outside the box. The views expressed on Unsuitable on Ray Radio are our own and do not necessarily reflect the views of Ray and Associates. The podcast is for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to replace the professional advice you would receive elsewhere. Consult with a trusted advisor about your unique situation so they can expertly guide you to the best solution for your specific circumstance.